Hello and welcome to For Fit's Sake, the podcast brought to you by FFS Gyms. Rory McInerney here, joined by Kieran Ruddock. Hello. And Dara Henry. Also known as the Hoover, but hello Hoover, Rory. Good to get that out there, Hoover. <laughs> um, it's good to do some intros. Some people may be picking up the podcast for the first time, start of our second series with it, people who don't know who we are really. So the um, purpose of this episode is firstly to apologise for the lack of episodes towards the end of 2019 to set a bit of intention for the podcast in 2020 and just have a little bit of a catch-up, lads. We've sort of haven't done this in a while, kind of forget how to use all the equipment, but we're uh, we're back in action, ready to go. So, um, suppose jump in. Rhodes, how was your Christmas? Fantastic. Uh, really, really nice. Um, relaxing. Took a good few days off and uh, chilled around the house. Watched a bit of Netflix, played a bit of golf with friends and uh, cooked Christmas dinner for um, Sarah's family for the first time. So first time doing that and that was actually really enjoyable and it turned out well and everyone had a good time. So. You you did all the cooking? Uh, no, not all of it. We we cooked the turkey, the Brussels sprouts and a few other bits and then Sarah's mum did the ham and the spuds. Nice. So, uh, But no, it was good. The main events, the the, yeah. the turkey and the Brussels sprouts. Rhodes was saying it's easy to do. He doesn't know what kind of our mothers have been complaining about for all these years. So uh, like like cooking a big chicken. Yeah. Um, did you uh, did you set the pudding alight? Did you with the brandy with the brandy? No, 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 no. Um, I, I'm not really that into uh, like the mince pies or Christmas pudding. Just I probably prefer normal de- normal desserts. <laughs> Dara Henry's eyes yeah. lighten up with the thought of some. Give me uh, everything. <laughs> and how was your Christmas, Uber? Uh, to be honest, I couldn't be more the opposite uh, I've never been more kind of hung over in my life and it's kind of weird for a personal trainer to be saying that but um, I suppose it's great to catch up with a load of friends that you actually don't really get to see quite a bit from school um, and then you don't really have an excuse to say no to anyone to go for a few drinks but it's always good to have those kind of times as well um, nothing better like catching up with friends over a few drinks as well but there was some downtime as well plenty of Netflix and other good family time as well and yourself yeah chilled i was actually very chilled we had a couple of mad days christmas party all that stuff before christmas was my um my kidneys and liver hurting me for a while but uh luckily from sort of christmas on to when we came back it was very relaxed um a couple of days in the sunshine and just plenty of golf and chilling out so uh excited to be back at it which is um you know getting everything ready for 2020 we're going to talk a little bit about our goals and how things have gone back in the first week of the gym but just to give a little bit of um bit of insight into what the podcast is going to look like in 2020 so we're going to branch into three mini series with the podcast the first one being the people of ffs so what we want to do with this is we want to speak to people um who are basically the fabric of ffs the coaches the clients people who train in the gym we want to learn a bit more about them discuss their passions their goals training experience and to make it as relatable as possible through practical experience for you guys our listeners so what we're going to do is try and talk to 11 or 12 people one a month and we're going to get that episode out on the third tuesday of every month we're saying that out there now so we're accountable if it goes missing and doesn't come up you can come looking for us so that's the first one the people of fs the second mini series is going to be myth mondays so we're going to use Darren Kiron's uh, nerdy experience and uh, joy for research and getting stuck into to basically some of the most hotly debated areas within the fitness industry. Uh, discuss some myths like it, like the name is in the title, but also areas where there's conflicting information, sometimes a lack of information. And again, we're going to try and make it relatable as possible and help you guys, the listeners, to clear clutter around a lot of areas that traditionally could become mental roadblocks to start and train. And I've got too much information. There's not enough information. And we'll try to simplify that and make it as simple as possible for you. Myth Mondays are going to be on Mondays, as you guess. And we're going to try to get one of those out on the first of every month. And then finally, 
considering we couldn't actually do any podcast near the end of last year, trying to do three of these mini series could be a challenge, but we're, we're very excited for it. We're going to, our final series is basically our guest series, which would be very similar to what we've done over the last year and a half, where we're going to look to get the best caliber guests on, not necessarily always experience in the fitness industry but experience that's going to be relevant to you, our listeners. So with that, if there's anybody you think we should speak to or anyone you know that you'd like to introduce us to, pop an email to info at ffs.ie. Uh, myself, Rudds and Dara will do our best to look into it and maybe try speak to the person to help bring you guys the best content possible. So lads, are you looking forward to all that? Yeah, <laughs> really looking forward to it, to be honest. Yeah, we uh, as well as a few different things in that that we haven't done before, uh, the short shorter style podcasts so really excited to try that out um and see what they sound like but i suppose to kind of give look at why we didn't really get some episodes going towards the end of last year um obviously logistics was a big issue for us we were all sort of all over the country dara you've gone back to college for the 17th year in a row van wilder well same as yourself <laughs> um doing a master's down in carlo it and strength conditioning just trying to upskill and bring the standard of coaching up in uh ffs you know yeah. so and, and Rudds, you've been tied up, obviously, working with the, the Irish team. Yeah, so um, obviously was at the World Cup and um, then when been away for so long from the gym, so coming back into the gym, I just wanted to get stuck back in and help and add some value. So the last couple of months has been busy in terms of trying to catch up with everything I missed, but then also try and um, add some value going forward. So uh, the podcast fell down the list of priorities um so glad to be able to put some focus back on that now yeah these, these things happen and i think it's we weren't sort of cramming together to try and produce episodes we were looking forward to putting together episodes that we're really excited about so um that's pretty much it there's a that's the plan for the podcast that's our apology um but what we kind of really want to look at for the last sort of five or six minutes of this is is what's topical this time of year we usually do it in january or, or towards the end of the year where we talk about our goals for 2020 Hoover, I might kick it off with you. What's what's on the agenda this year for you? I just pulled a notebook out there just in case I didn't remember anything. But yeah, like you were saying, I have a few different goals. I've written down like fitness goals, professional goals. Um, so fitness related, I have two triathlons written down. So I've registered for one, which is a sprint triathlon. And then I'm going to be doing hopefully an Olympic distance triathlon with yourself in <laughs> Kilkee on the 4th of July. Hopefully. I say hopefully because I just finished a swim session this morning and it is not looking good. The lifeguard was looking at me the whole time in the swim lane. Um, and then I also have written down to move pain-free. So I've been working with Cully, the uh, physio in the gym. Um, basically, I'm the most crocked 25-year-old personal trainer you could probably meet. Uh, I have a bit of shoulder issues and then some elbow issues as well. So um, I just want to rectify them as well because uh, a lot of people tend to put things like i want to squat 200 kilos i want to be able to bench press 100 kilos but for me um moving pain free because nothing is worth being in pain for to be honest so just i think i'll enjoy my training a bit more and then professional wise i have a few things finished the united kingdom strength and conditioning association uh, certification um and then i have a few um goals in terms of nutrition coaching and then in terms of clientele as well which i'll just keep to myself yeah nice and Rudd's? Um, similar to Dara with regards to the pain-free movement, um, I managed for the first time ever to hurt myself in the gym um, during the summer and uh, rehabbing a back and hip injury. So number one, get back there, um, which has been going well, but slower than I hoped. 
but as well it's been a good opportunity to focus on other things i.e my bench press is coming back up so uh, i've put a lot of time into my bench press and my push-ups recently and that's really starting to pay off uh, but also as well from a coaching standpoint so i coach a lot of people online same as dara with regards to online nutrition coaching and you regularly have someone who's coming back from an injury or hasn't trained in a long time and the the hardest thing with that is trying to get them to stay positive and stay focused on the things they can control, forget about the things they can't, and just start, and as well, not get too um, bogged down in where they used to be. So it's been really good for me because I'm coaching a few people online who are going through similar journeys. Either they used to be uh, a certain weight or they used to be a certain fitness level. Maybe through life circumstances, they're not there anymore um or through an injury they're not there anymore and they can't do the things that they wanted to do so it's been good for me because it's kind of put me right back in that uh, sphere for the last six or seven months and I've had to do that myself in terms of write down a list of all the things I can do and be grateful for all those things and try and see it as an opportunity so I've been doing three four upper body sessions a week but that's been good I've gotten a lot stronger bench press is up to 140 now nice uh, yeah. so that's good uh, I can do more than 10 push-ups in a row so that's very good <laughs> um, I'm trying to use it for that but then also trying to work on the the discipline to not keep revisiting where I used to be mm. or how far I am away from my goal. So that's kind of the first first quarter of the year is going to be get to the end of March pain-free. Um, that's the goal. And then after that, I've got a few more goals in terms of some strength stuff. I want to bench 150. Uh, so got another 10 kilos to get on that over the year. Uh, I want to squat 210 and... Um, I want to uh, run a sub four hour marathon because I haven't done that ever, uh, as we all know from previous podcasts. So they're kind of the three things, but the same as now in terms of prioritizing. I have to get myself back to a point where I'm pain free again. And then once I'm at that, I've got a nine month run at it to kind of go after some of those things. And what, uh, what happens, Rudz, if you don't? Because um, I've seen sort of how you've moved from when you injured yourself in the yeah. summer to now getting better all the time. What happens if by the end of March you're not moving pain free what what way what sort of knock on effect will that have for your goals do you think uh then maybe I'll have to reevaluate those goals but or maybe just push out the timelines that's that would probably be the reevaluation for me I wouldn't necessarily give up on them because they they are they are things that excite me and I want to do uh, and fingers crossed I'll still be here in another two years time so the you know I can push it out a little bit and be realistic with it um so that that's what will happen. I probably wouldn't necessarily change them unless I... No, I won't change them, but it'll be a case of, okay, realistically, I can't achieve that increase in strength or I can't get my fitness down to where I can run a sub four. Let's push it out uh, to the next one. Um, but I think with all this stuff is you have to be able to be adaptable. It's one of the things we talk about is can you be adaptable? So stuff happens. So if you get a setback... You got two choices in how you deal with it. You either let it dishearten you, you let it uh, take away your focus, or you stop trying, or you use it as an opportunity and go, okay, um, this isn't what I wanted. What can I learn from it? How can I it make me better in the future? Um, and definitely, I found that with the re- doing the rehab stuff that I've learned a few exercises for me that I was kind of like, oh, well, actually, this is really good. So I've been doing a lot of lateral hip work, uh, so 
you know, strengthening up in the side of my hip. And now I'm doing more of that. I'm like, actually, I probably should have been doing more of this because I actually feel a little bit of a difference and you learn some things about yourself and do an extra core work as well. And I've been able to bring some of that into our programming. So just trying to see that as an opportunity. And then also uh, the opportunity to face a bit of adversity and come through it better. Because even to get to this point now, um, I'd be... I'm happy with the way I've handled it so far, even though it hasn't been what I wanted. It's been good because I haven't got too down on myself. I haven't got too negative and uh, I haven't missed rehab. I haven't done any of that. So I'm actually, you know, even though it hasn't been the outcome I wanted necessarily, I'm actually really happy and proud with the way I've handled it so far. And, and that's the reason I ask is a lot of people would have goals where they're contingent on the next step. And like, you know, you've got something that the rest of your goals are very contingent on moving a certain way by the end of March. People would do that and they tend to compound goals. But if the first layer doesn't go to plan, you know, does everything go out the window? And I think the biggest thing you said is those goals excite you. So if they excite you and there is an initial setback, you'll adapt and you'll find a way to, if, even if the time period lengthens out or the, the process to achieving the goals is different. If the goals excite you, you'll stick with them and you'll make it work. Even if you're closer to it, that's still progress as opposed to I'm not there yet. I'm I'm done now. I can't finish focusing on any little wins you can yeah. get, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your goals for the coming year? Obviously, the mar- the triathlon with uh, Good Hoover to to live past the Fourth of July in yeah. Kilkee is probably the big one. Yeah, um, yeah. Like my health and fitness goals have been it's similar to what you guys talk about in terms of movement. I've I've kind of tried to change the way I plan my goals this year. So I've got every goal's got three three layers to it. So the first one is there's a metric. So if it's to finish a triathlon and four hours or you know bench a certain weight i'm trying to put a metric on absolutely everything so something i can you know objectively evaluate then there's a perception so how does it look like does it look good so even if it's golf if i want to get to a handicap of two how does my swing look you know how am i doing that how does it look am i am i grinding really hard to make it work and does it look like it takes like a lot of effort same with if i'm running a marathon do i look like i'm I'm doing it in a certain way and then the final one is how does it feel so if I might want to get to 78 kilos before I do the triathlon, but do I feel like shit? And how do I feel day to day? I might be able to bench 130 kilos, but am I in pain doing it? So I'm trying to use a metric, some sort of a visual or perception, and then some sort of feeling that that's intrinsic with me. And that's even coming into work. And, uh, you know, my professional goals is, you know, I might want to get certain results with the business, but how do they look? Are we are we getting them the right way? And how do I feel about the way we're getting them? Am I cutting corners or are we doing things the right way? So it's a new thing I'm trying. I've 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 not really getting it from anywhere. It's just something I sat down with over Christmas and thought about. So I'm kind of excited to see how that how that goes over the next couple of months. So I'm starting with some basically weight goals, cut a couple of kilos after Christmas. So trying to get to a certain weight, you know, look a certain way when I finish it, be happy with it, but also feel a certain way, do it the right way, not not feel lethargic or lack of energy. Uh, so that's kind of my new strategy around my goals, but the actual goals themselves are the triathlons, uh, some golf specific stuff. So I want to get to two, shoot as many rounds in the sixties as possible. Um, I've got three next to that. So that would be good. I've never, I've never been in the sixties before. So I'd love to do that. Um, and yeah, the rest of the stuff is just kind of college related and, uh, some, some family goals and some other personal goals that probably this isn't the correct form for them. But, uh, that's, that's me for the year. Yeah. What, what was your motivation for doing the triathlon? I suppose. 
Dermot Fury. Um, so Fury, one of the guys in the gym, he's been doing a lot of swims and he kind of something swimming, something I've never been really good at. Uh, I did the marathon a couple of years ago. Um, I just wanted a different challenge. Uh, like, like the age we're at now is like not you, Dara, but myself and Rudds. Uh, when rugby goes out the window and you know you will lose a bit of focus sometimes and training can become hard without sort of a match at the weekend or some kind of goal. So I just wanted something that I've got some milestones and something that keeps me accountable to train. So like yourself, I was swimming this morning, you know, the fear of you know, potentially really struggling in the water in Kilkee in July, like that's getting me out of bed in the morning and making sure I go and swim. And it has a whole lot of other knock-on effects as well. I'm learning new skills, something mm-hmm. I've never done before. So it's a mixture of a challenge and some accountability, but also it kind of feels like rugby again because there's, I think, is there tw- 12 or 13 people from the gym signed up to, to do the triathlon? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. You know, with the sprint triathlon, I think, as well. Yeah, in, so, in so kind of as a group, we'll be plugging the, the sort of, we're setting up a triathlon club within the gym <laughs> for, there's a, we have a lot of triathletes across the gyms. Um, so I think Triathai is the first one. Is that the 27th of the, May? The, Tw- 30, the 30th, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that weekend, that last weekend in May, uh, there's a good crowd signed up for that. So that's kind of a teaser introduction. See, it's, see if we can get everyone yeah. can get through that yeah. and then head of the west in july so we're going to go down to kilkee get a house for a couple of days big gang of us and we're gonna you know have a right weekend of it mm. something that's competitive and fun and just you know that buzz of kind of being almost like a team again so it's gonna, yeah. gonna be great fun i think yeah definitely um like even just touching on that point exactly the same thing for my motivation for doing the the triathlon i actually took a bit of inspiration from a few documentaries i'd watched as well of uh, the Iron Cowboy. Have you yeah. ever seen that one? I haven't seen it, no. Guy does 50 Ironmen in 50 states in 50 days, which is just absolute lunacy, to be honest. But uh took a bit of inspiration from that. And another guy, Nick Bear, um, did an Ironman. And this man, like, I think he's, I think he's actually even bigger than you, Rhodes, and that is he li- he that lives, is big. He lives up to the name, obviously, Nick <laughs> yeah, Bear. Nick yeah. Bear, um, and he, he he did an Ironman as well. So that kind of prompted me to take action, as well as Stephen Keane, one of the coaches has been kind of nagging us all to do a triathlon. Um, the Rialto rig. The Rialto rig, shout yeah. out. And it puts, a bit of, it puts a bit of purpose and structure to your training as well. You're not just coming in and going through the motions as well. Um, so that was kind of a motivation for myself as well. But as well, like you were saying, there's a gang of us going. I think social support is so big mm. for when you do a goal or when you set to achieve a goal. And for a lot of people, it's New Year. They want to try and live healthier lifestyles and get into the gym. I've always said it, try find a friend who wants to do similar goals to yourself, get a plan together and just kind of stick with it. And that's the great thing about the coaches and clients in the gym. Um, we just keep each other accountable. In terms of tying in what you said and what you said, Rory, in terms of that, so you're saying about how it feels and I think that's a great point. Um, and it's the way, obviously, we all try and coach, but especially myself and Dara with the online nutrition coaching, the idea of we want to create sustainable habits that you enjoy and get you to your goals. So like you're saying, if you want to get to, what was the number in terms of weight? Uh, 78 kilos? 78 and a half kilos, so, yeah. Sorry, I won't half. give my current 70, timber So 78 and a half kilos, but then you you said, I want to feel good at that weight. So you're saying about, you want to, if you set a goal and it's for the triathlon, um, that social support, sort of making the process enjoyable. So even when you finish the triathlon, it's going to feel so much better and it's going to be so much more enjoyable. The whole process of training towards it because you've got that social support because we've got the social support. Um, but then also on the actual day in the event, because like 
I think the experience stuff with a lot of these fitness challenges is a big kind of draw mm. to doing it. Um, when you go somewhere for an event, so for myself going and doing that Connemara marathon, going away for the weekend, it's not always nice to get out of Dublin and go see somewhere and do something different. But then when you're in that part of the world and you do an event and you run it or with Kilkey when you're going down and you run it, just the time before is more kind of enjoyable because you've got something there that's exciting. And then when you finish the time after, even though physically it, you're wrecked, the, it's so much more enjoyable and yeah. satisfying. And then when you pull a load of people down that you're friends with, so I did it with some of Sarah's friends, um, and they're great people and their families, it was just so much more enjoyable, the whole feeling, because you're in a cool place doing a cool thing with cool people. Um, it's yeah. much better than just doing it on your own, uh, you know. It's also great to be able to carb load with three burritos before you do the kind of marathon <laughs> as well. So, yeah, with this nutrition tactic, we'll get you on for a kind of pre carb loading podcast before we go and do the carb <laughs> and see how that goes. But look, that's I, I think the episode a little bit jumbled. A few of what's going on. It's the whole whole point of it is just to catch up and uh, let everyone know what's happening for 2020 with the podcast. Let everyone know what's been happening with us because we've disappeared for the last couple of months. Um, and just to say that we're really excited for the the podcast in 2020. So thanks a million for listening. Um, get ready for Myth Mondays on first Monday of the month for the people of FFS on the third Tuesdays and our guest series, which will be a little bit more sporadic. But we're really excited to to get some awesome guests on board and bring some more really good quality content to you guys uh, in 2020 and of course as always if you do like the podcast make sure you leave us a review on itunes or give us some stars and uh, help try to spread the good word about what we do we appreciate it thanks very much Mm -hmm.